freak of the week. Such a beautiful day. Welcome to Freak of the Week. We got sweaters and hands And I don't wanna Hello and welcome to Creek of the Week, your Shit's Creek podcast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm co-host, Eric. And we are here to watch Season 5, Episode 9, the MVP. Nice. The MVP. We don't have like a thumbnail to go off of, do we? Oh, yeah, we do. There it is. It's it's baseball. For, for once, I can read this. Oh, interesting. Maybe... Episode 9, the MVP. David agrees to play in an annual baseball game. Also, Stevie learns that Moira's rehearsals can be rather hard to take. Oh, sounds super like a normal Schitt's Creek episode. I actually don't remember any of this, so I'm guessing it's not a memorable one. But I could be wrong. Yeah. We have six left in the season, counting this one. Good to know. Yep. So That math checks out. We haven't recorded in three-ish weeks. Two, three? Uh, sounds right, yeah. Three weeks. How was this trip down to the desert? Oh, it was great. Um, we dug some holes. Uh, let's see. We might not. We're we're looking at suing the state of Texas, so that's cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I'm... I, when somebody first brought up legal action, I was like, yes, I am excited to be a part of this plan. Put me on the stand. Is it because of the train um, shit? Yeah. So, like, like that they shouldn't be doing that? Well, we did some research on how they... should recap very briefly yeah. the very briefly. situation. Okay, the site we're working at is a rock shelter. Um, it is located about 50 yards from a huge, huge berm that a train track goes on. Um, and, well, that a train theoretically could go on. Trains haven't run on it since the 1950s. Um, although one was, one ran on it during, in the 90s to, like, make it made-for-TV movie. Anyway... Um, the state of Texas has decided they want to reactivate this train track, uh, which wasn't very good in the first place. And if they do so, um, it's going to effectively destroy the site we've been working on for the past three years, making it dreadfully unsafe because we've been watching cracks in the ceilings and walls show up even without trains running by the past few years. Right. Is that quick enough? That was pretty good. So, so okay. now you, your organization is going to, is thinking about suing the state of Texas because yes, did you um, have like a claim to this site or? Well, um, we were doing some research into, uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes into archeology span and no, one of the know. things that we deal with regularly is a is a number of laws that basically require if somebody is doing something that is in any way touched by federal money, um, including stuff like home building loans, if it's backed up 
like way up the chain by some government bond or something like that. Anything that's touched by government money, you need to have a certain amount of survey and potential remediation if it's going to be fucking up archaeological or cultural resources. And so, and you found that this uh, what, does have some federal money. Uh, yeah, it's got it's got a pile of federal money. But the important thing is they did not do the survey correctly. Mm. Um, they, it looks like from what we could figure out from the paperwork and the reports they'd filed, um, they just did a survey within 25 feet of the center line of the railroad. Um, which is fine for if you're going to have work crews repairing the railroad. It is not fine if you're going to have, you know, many hundred-ton trains going up and down the track. Right. So, um, like, 25 feet doesn't even reach the edges of the, of the berm and is nowhere near the amount of affected area by the trains running. So they did the wrong kind of survey, and... Like, which is why they didn't even note our site on it, even though it is a very large rock shelter with, like, cool rock art on the walls and stuff. And a monument that says, hey, this is protected by the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, so who, do you, do you take this to, like, a state court or um, is it a federal this, issue? Uh, assuming legal action goes ahead, uh, we'll be going... We'll, we'll basically be con we'll be contracting the lawsuit out through the Texas State Historical Society. I can't remember to t eh, whatever whatever their in whatever their initialism is, mm -hmm. um, and they will be suing um, Texas Department of Transportation to halt construction and halt movement on the line. Cool. Hopefully that will fuck over somebody with a lot of money somewhere up the train track. That's, yeah, that's the idea. Um, yeah, How long I can't... would it theoretically take for you to finish your business at the site? Well... Or is it something I that mean, never really gets finished? We had planned on probably being there another five to seven years. Yeah. Um... And honestly, some of that's probably not entirely necessary, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's very hard to say because we keep finding weird new shit. Right, which is like, what you want. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, ideal, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the whole, okay, so I, the way I spent a big part of this summer, uh, I dug a big two by two pit. Um, which brag much. was initial. What'd you say? I said brag much. Yeah. Um, which you can see pictures of on my Instagram stories for the next, I don't know, 12 hours or so. Um, check it out. and we dug there because we were pretty sure this site is like, this part of the site is right at the entrance. We were sure this part was all fucked out by looters, you know, 150 years ago. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to see, okay, can we see can we see any of the geology going on in the site? And like, you know, can we see how many waves of looters have been in and dug this up and then 
turned over the dirt and whatever. Right. Uh, and it turns out that it was not fucked out. Um, in fact, we got some very cool stuff. They were apparently really lazy. Good um, question. They only... Is, is fucked out an archaeological term? <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a cam being lumpety. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a lot of deep cuts you're throwing down with not a lot of overlap and understanding. Uh, probably not. But, um, so yeah, we assumed it was, we assumed this area was completely dug out over and over again. It turns out it wasn't. Um, like they only went down like a meter and a half right on the wall. And I mean, that was it. The rest of it, there's like whole huge features and all sorts of shit. It's uh, very exciting. Eventually I got down to the alluvium, which mm. was the original formation process of the uh, rock shelter. Um, so we did not expect to find that. We expected if we would find the alluvial base or any alluvium in there, it would be somewhere entirely separate. Um, and alluvium is uh, uh, sediments that have been moved and modified by water, okay. uh, like in a stream or floodplain or something like that, as opposed to what most of the rock shelter is, which is Aeolian, which is uh, windborne stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we don't know how much more interesting stuff is there. Well, hopefully it goes through and you can find out. Yeah. Yeah. One one can hope. Uh, stay tuned to Creek of the Week for updates on this saga as it unfolds. And uh, it's almost also, like if there was actually a creek there, it would be on topic. It is very close to um, Alamito Creek, which is down there. It used to flow right by the entrance before... Uh, nearby landowners decided they were real cool and just wanted to do a whole fuckload of bulldozing for some yeah. reason. Also, doesn't the presence um, of Illuvium indicate that there was once a creek there or or some yeah, other yeah. body of water? So yeah, exactly. Kind of counts. Kind of counts. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is going to this actually leads into the thing I was talking about right before we had several failed attempts at starting to record. We're not talking about that. That didn't happen. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine here. How, how are you? Um, Boring conversation. <laughs> so uh, one of the people who is down there with us, uh, her husband is a filmmaker, and he decided... Hmm? Nothing. I'm just, I'm just interjecting dipshittery. Go ahead. Sounds good. So he was making a little uh, documentary about what we were doing and the rock shelter and stuff like that. So um, part of this was us carrying around fucking GoPros and like trying to bat away drones and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, very very uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, very much. Uh, so whenever it was, whenever it was time for me to do, do an on camera thing, like you know he had us in various formations uh, popping up and trying to explain concepts because we throw around a lot of fucking jargon. Um, he would, uh, I would do my mic check with lemon face, line face, look, fuck, feel, fuck. <laughs> Not that anybody, <laughs> that's, that's an, that's an ongoing joke on this podcast that nobody knows because we do it before we hit record. 
Sean might. Sean might. And maybe Matt and Mike. <laughs> but... a long running Creek of the Week joke that nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so eventually there might be a documentary. Well, so that'd be cool. That'd be actually. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, have. Uh, should we even talk about recommendos? We're we're already pretty deep into the time, but um, you, you got it. Uh, I have one I that makes more sense for this than Giant a Minute, and I'm not going to remember it a week from now. I'm sure. Okay, do it quick, real quick. Um, Hacks on HBO. Never heard. Uh, of it. Stars Gene Smart as an aged Vegas comedian, kind of in the Joan Rivers model. And then Hannah Einbinder, um, who is Lorraine Newman's daughter, um, plays a Gen Z comedian who ends up getting hired by her to help punch up and revive her act. Uh, It's a really funny show and uh, like really good, too. Maybe I have heard of it after that description. It's sounding familiar. It, It aired. I think it stopped airing a couple of months ago. You know, speaking of HBO, I do actually have a recommendo too. I remembered, um, oh. we've been watching White Lotus on HBO Max, and it's oh, I I heard that was good. It's very good. I it's my type of show, kind of a murder mystery in a closed location, um, really? but not huh. a murder mystery. I mean, it's that's the that's the like overall conceit like it starts off like mm-hmm. the very first scene is you find out somebody died at this resort and then they go back in time and start showing the what happened so you, you're the whole time you're wondering you know what's going to happen but um that's not really what it's about it's about all these weirdos okay uh, and the local I, hawaiians trying not to kill uh, each I, other i did not know anything about any murder plot i had just heard it was good and well, it might not even be a murder by... it might might be an accidental death all you know is that somebody yeah. dies <laughs> Okay. Uh, I knew it was created by Mike White, who, you know, worked on one of our favorite shows, Dawson's Creek, and also created one of my favorite shows of, I think it was last decade, Enlightened, with Laura Dern. Wasn't he also involved with Tenacious D or something? Some Uh, some comedy, old comedy thing? He he wrote um, the movie Orange County that Jack Black was in. I thought he had something to do with those early Tenacious D episodes. He might have. I mean, um, let's it, see. He also worked on Freaks and Geeks. Um, at any rate, I think you'd like the show, uh, and I think our our viewers, listeners, what are we called? What do we do? Are we on TV? Um, it's unclear. Probably. <laughs> I think our listeners would like it too. It's my wife and I have been enjoying it very much. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I had, you know, that was kind of on my, oh, this thing is starting. Maybe I'll watch that when I get home list. Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll like it, and so will your wife. All right, good to know. Um, All right, speaking of shows we like, there's one called Schrantz Creek. And there I is. Bring it up. Oh, why is it not? Okay, there we go. It's going to start playing automatically. We're not ready for that yet. We've already read the synopsis. There's a baseball game. Um, is there anything else we need to say before we get into it? Last week was, or last episode was a little bit of Lexus. That's right. So that was fun. Yeah. 
There's been a large break since then. Oh, we maybe we should point out that at some point in the future, we might have another quick couple weeks off. Um, that's unclear exactly when that'll be yet, but probably early September, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but that should be the last of it, right? Oh, one would hope. All right, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Then we get into conference season, but with COVID kicking up again, I kind of doubt that's going to go off. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. That's a conversation for another podcast. Yeah. Three, two, one. A pop original? A pop original? This one is as well. Crocaz. It's foreshadowing. <gasps> yeah. Bad clothes. Gross have eyes. Is today the baseball day? Today was supposed to be the baseball day, yes. The finale? Championship? Same thing. Eh, close. Uh, what time did you need me to show up to watch you play the baseball? Well, as of right now, there might not be anything for you to watch. Gwen dropped out. <gasps> oh. Apparently, she has to go see a friend she met on the internet. So, we are missing a. Okay. Right Who's Gwen? Can you play both parts? Is she regular? Um, we know unclear. No, that's the whole problem. Uh, we will forfeit the game if we can't come up with the ninth player. Well, on the Wait, upside, Gwen, that's not Bob's wife, is, is it? An Isabel Huppert double feature. Oh. Meet a friend on the internet? Is this like maybe? Okay, well, good luck. If so, that's uh, you know, they really don't even deep, have to do anything. They pretty much just like stand there. deep foreshadowing for yeah. that. Uh, maybe they knew where they were going from the beginning, sure or at least from the beginning of this season. Bathroom hmm? incident. I forgot about that. Hey, you know what, David? Since you were already planning on being there, maybe, maybe you. Absolutely not. Just two hours of your life. No, 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 no. We just need a body. Then go to the morgue. I'll cover you if any flies come your way. <laughs> just two hours of his life? Come on, this is a baseball game. You know it's going to be four. Political climate. We don't need to divide ourselves any more than we already have. Correct. Have I mentioned to you that there will be a barbecue after? Ooh. <laughs> I have a couple questions. How many of the questions are about the barbecue? Most of them. Like, how soon after the game is the barbecue? And will the players get to eat first? And if so, who's enforcing that rule? I love you, David. Okay. Mm. I, you say that I would now, play for a barbecue. Actually, I would just play for free because I like I baseball. I do well with running. Mm. I went to a baseball game this summer. Yeah, it was fun. Me too. Ronnie, I don't know what the big deal is. Nobody's going to even notice that Stevie's not at the game. That's not the problem, Roland. I got to be honest. Sometimes I don't even notice her when she's standing right in front of me. Roland, the rules say that we can't play if we don't have nine players. I can't stomach the thought of Patrick's team winning by default. The man looks like a thump. Ronnie. <laughs> hey, I thought you made that up. That <laughs> you stole it all this time. There is not going to be a game if we don't have a full team. The man looks uh, like a thumb. Excuse me, I used to play a little ball in my day. I was the uh, star left fielder for my school team. You played all right. ball. No, Hebrew school. Uh, Hebrew there school. were seven of us. <laughs> Surprisingly, not a big turnout, but... Uh, the flying latkas ended up in fourth place. Johnny, love me a latka. Yeah, I really do. Okay. For one thing, the war's over. It's no longer the dead ball era. <laughs> Roland just totally owned him. But, uh, yeah. Get it? I'm taking my offer back. Roland, he's our only option. No, he's not. Joss has a CPR dummy that we can just throw out into left field. Roland, we're going with Johnny. Ah, boy. Great. And just so you know, Roland really doesn't want Johnny on his team. arm in the outfield. The rabbi used to call me Popeye. Okay. I am going to give Lorenzo a call and change my bet. I'm going to put everything I got on the other team. 
That's Bookie. Is Lorenzo Hi, the honey, town is your Bookie? Apparently. So it's gonna be. This is so exciting. I've never been in a. It's gonna be before. David versus Although his I did have dad. A who is in Riverdance yeah. until she I am remembering this episode now, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was one of the original Pussycat Dolls, but it only lasted like two weeks because apparently I'm too pretty. <laughs> this is going to be such a fun day. What about hey, Twyla! I didn't even know that you wanted to be an actor. Love Twyla. Fine artist. I've been dreading this rehearsal for the past two days. Okay, as star of the show, you might want to set like a different tone for everyone. I mm, think this is yeah, a huge yeah. mistake. You're not wrong. There has been a lot of confusion as to why I'm not the star of the show. But there has been. fair is fair. But you're the star of this show. No, I didn't. Oh shit, I you are right. Show. That is I mean, Bob's I wife is named Gwen. I can't she had to meet her internet friend, dude. Than standing yeah. on a stage in front of a room full of people. Okay, Stevie, I think you just oh, need to Bob chill. probably treated this her is poorly. Like my first day with the Pussycat Dolls, mm. it'll be a couple of hours of Kegels. And Gwen's, and you know, Gwen fucks. A couple. Yeah. Couple hours of Kegels. I got your back today, girl. Just like Nicole Scherzinger did for me. Really going heavy on those nose pokes. Yeah. Oh, I finished. Kevin can fuck himself. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was good. Not, maybe not quite as, didn't finish quite as strong as I would have hoped, but we will definitely watch a second season if it uh, comes about. No, I'm, I'm right. simply here to inspire and instruct and bring out the very best in you. And I want to start the day with my Lupinarian Kit Kat girls. <laughs> Lupinarian? Who's that? Who's requested uh, I do not know. On their dance moves. I just want to limber speak up of the devil. some uh, pretty tricky yep. footwork. So. First, everyone, please direct your gaze. While he's sitting here, to the beating heart his of wife show, is just getting railed by someone she met on fucking Bud. Facebook. Didn't she end up leaving him for, like, their pastor? Spoiler alert. I don't know who she leaves him for. I think they said that at some point. She does have tiny shoulders. Stevie is not big. And she's got a very bad posture, which makes her look smaller. I thought this was more of a meet and greet kind of thing. It's the afternoon upon which your bodies will meet and greet the boards. Okay, this is called Monster on My Back. Oh my. <laughs> there was their fuck. It was a oh, whispered fuck. under the breath fuck. Oh, they're on Team Trophy Cafe Tropical. Okay. Just you so look amazing, aware. David. I had a very cute my boyfriend. I mean, and it's in the right color. For today. Oh wait, yeah. is that dark it's, green? It's green, oh, okay. yeah. If it was black and white, it would be perfect. Very cute. Probably the only time he wears a color in this show. Being a placeholder it looked rolling. black in that first shot, at yeah. least on my end, but this glove is brown my shoes are black what exactly are we doing here you know practice practice mm. what you told me i was just a body in a field hey patrick hey mr rose whoa what are you doing well what are you doing patrick's forcing me to be on his team for the game today well roland and ronnie wanted me to be on their team for the game <laughs> oh today. rivalry oh forms that's funny because yeah. ronnie's been telling me all week how stacked her team is 
So yes, yeah, so this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. David, I'm surprised to see you back in a uniform. Oh, I'm sorry, back in a uniform? Okay, we don't need to get into it. He didn't tell you? Well, David holds the Little League record for most times hit by a ball. That's mm -hmm. assuming it wasn't intentional. It let me go home early. So, where are you putting him? Right field. Okay, well, I'll try and get everyone to pull the ball to the left. Well, thank you, Mr. Rose. We're trying to keep morale high. David and I are actually just going outside to throw the ball around. Well, that sounds like fun. I think I'll oh. oil up the glove and join you. Ooh, please don't. Johnny strikes oh, me as David, the guy who's worry, always dreamed of right. having a catch with his son. Just wish I'd yeah. that helmet I got you. You can use mine. Once. Once. That's insane. If you've been, if you've been playing with a single glove all season, you trade it out for another one for yeah. the finale. That would be very strange. Yeah. Once. There was this boy who. Good reference. Yeah, it was solid. Idea. Zoomers love that. Yeah, they do. Else, Huge fans of ooh. ooh. <laughs> Crash test dummies. Is that what they called? Ah, who fucking cares? Uh, yes. You. Yeah. You're right. The guy had a third nut, bro. Okay. Does it always get so dark? Oh, I'm just That's when I play with it. Which is good, but you may require a little scordatura. Why don't I break us up? Scordatura. Oh, that's a good idea because it's better than what's happening. Yeah. Sarvan, can he scordatura back there? Uh, uh, no, but that does sound like a two. delicious Italian treat. One. Yeah. Two. 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 Jocelyn, take group two for some movement exercises. Thank you. And you and I will do a little more one on one. Hey, do you think we could maybe switch parts at this point? Um, at this point, I really wouldn't want to, but if it makes you feel better, I think lunch is soon. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm just wondering when the Bellinis are coming out. Stay strong, babe. <laughs> Alexis, we don't need to exercise our movement. We need to close caption Alexis's looks. Yeah. Oh, man. I... Uh, yeah. I had forgotten about it since then, but... Next time, can you make sure the ball goes into the um, Thanks so much. It's a ground ball, David. So uh, when I watched the finale of Warrior a few weeks ago, I actually took a picture of it on my phone and then found it later. The closed captioning as the end title started was, quote, rapping in a Chinese language. Which I was like, okay, that's accurate. Sounds insane, but accurate. What are we doing here? Just tossing the ball around, Roland. No big deal. Wait, uh, David's your sub? <laughs> I you, you know, I don't understand if... Good to see you too, Ronnie. If both teams were down Dave, a guy, uh, be honest with me. Are you just playing to make why not just have good? one less in the outfield? <laughs> like, I feel like it'd be even if they're both right? down. Okay. And they're down a right fielder and a left fielder. I agree. I think that... How many fucking neither fly team balls? Was, neither team was going to admit that they were down a guy. Oh, I see. Loosen up a bit, Ronnie. Yeah. Johnny, I don't think it's really ethical for you to be doing spring training with the enemy. 
He's not the enemy, Roland. He's my son. <laughs> there are no sons in baseball. <laughs> what? I'd argue most baseball players are somebody's son. So what does that mean? Yeah. Cal Ripken oh, Jr., no, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, you know what? Good luck, because y'all are going to need it. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Other people. <laughs> Other legacy wow, players I can't think of right now. Really not a fan. There's a lot. I want to win this game. There are like a lot of baseball players well, who are other professional fun, players' sons. Rivalry's part of the fun. It's like when we used to play the Catholic kids from Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow. The worst school cheer I ever heard. Pause it haunts him based on that facial expression. Yeah. Let's be aware. There are two groups in the room. Voices carry. Okay. Jocelyn's hair is pleasantly nuts. Yeah, as is Moira's. Yeah. I don't know what that thing on the back of her head is. It looks it appears to be a wig she's just got. I believe she just has a wig on top of her regular hair. Yeah. And the wig is in no way resembling color or texture, her real hair. It's Nor does it match her outfit. It's weirdly just a wig thrown on the back of her head. It's basically like a wig worn as a hat. Yeah, it's a hat wig. The angry inch. Sounds like a zombie attack outside as they're talking. There's that razor sharp wit that landed you the roll. Moira, group two's got to take a fiver. I have not had this much exercise since I birthed Roland Jr. <laughs> Look at you, Jocelyn, <laughs> pushing your authority as assistant director to its limit. But Stevie and I are still doing some memory sculpting. Oh, Mr. Ross, mm. I think I could really use a five-minute break. Oh, Steve. Okay, but we've chatted 30 seconds already, so we'll call it a company four and a half. Okay. Okay. Poor Stevie, she's so nervous. Hey. Yeah. So before I take my five, which technically won't start until after this conversation, I just wanted to have Good a job, Alexis. She knows how Moira works. Yeah, don't you Alexis? I can't dare see this coming. This must be Go very over. difficult for you watching one of your contemporaries step in as Sally when you fought so hard for the role. My god, no. I read the script and never would have been able to memorize those lines. May I ask where your concern <laughs> lies then? This is all a little intense, huh? especially for Stevie. Alexis is standing up for Stevie. On her. Mm -hmm. You should have seen the conditioning Rocky put me through. Our first day consisted of mud runs and sob therapy. Okay. Mm, well, that sounds she's nice. Not you. Mud runs and sob I therapy. Think she's actually regretting signing up for this and feels like it was a big mistake. Really? What gave you that impression? Because she told me that she regrets signing up for this. And feels like it was a big mistake. That kind of attitude's not going to get her very far as an actress. Well, she's clearly not an actress. You told mm. us this morning that you were here to inspire. I feel like we should be talking more. The best in all of us. This is really nice, though. <sighs> I'm just saying. Plus, it's like kind of quiet. Yeah. Like Thank just you. dialogue. Whatever's left of the five minutes might do us all some good. Thank okay. You. Maybe Stevie should do some movement exercises. Yeah. Might loosen her up. Maybe she just needs to learn to chill the fuck out. All right, now, two away. All right, place the first and second. Outfield in a little bit. Two away now. Let's go. Okay. 
I don't know who this is, but can we put him back in the box? David, keep your glove up. Protect your face. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny looks out for him. Always be ready. <laughs> Johnny, why don't you yeah. just put on a little apron and serve them the win on a silver platter? I'm just helping I love how there's absolutely nobody no watching the game. There yeah. aren't even any stands for people you. to sit in. Okay, uh, Ronnie, hit one out. Oh, okay, never mind. There's three people there's up there. Aluminum bats. Go ahead. This ain't real baseball. There are like a bunch of cars over you there, though. This. You got it. Yeah, there are a few people back there, I guess. Oh, you can do it, David! Get out of the way, David! <laughs> okay, David, I got it. Hey, you know what? It's he not He tried. Okay. I'm doing you yeah. the You told me I was just a body in a field, not a body that had to catch things flying very fast in the air. He stuck so, his glove up and closed his eyes. I'm out. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, uh, with Patrick's eye black... Contrasting Knock. David's eyebrows, Knock. it really looks like you know one of them has their face on upside down. <laughs> well, this reminds me, I've also been watching the final season of Atypical on Netflix. Oh, yeah, only reminds me because when uh, the main character was learning to drive, he put the car in gear, closed his eyes, and started driving. And it was that's not how you drive. Way to be. That's a great way to drive. Knocking until someone guesses what or who you are. Help me out here. Knock. 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 Yes, let's you and I sit this one out, shall we? And things on a lighter note. Is, is he a visitor? Is not at work. Is someone? Mrs. Um, Rose, I've been thinking. Oh, that's your first mistake. Don't think, Steve. Yeah. Just trust your instincts. Well, my instincts are telling me that to get up and go. Yeah. You know, that is also my first response when somebody <laughs> says, I've been thinking, yeah. oh, that's your mistake. <laughs> Don't do that. No good will come of that. Yeah. Please remember, this is all new to me as well. <laughs> a guy that works with animals, but not a vet. Yes. Well, he may have a story or two about that from his later years. No, sorry. I mean the game. He's a man with amnesia. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad somebody figured it out. It's how does that knock knock? It's coincidental that that was the answer to the game, but it was also Moira's first director was a man with amnesia. Knock, knock. Vampire person. Oh, ghost. Ghost girl. Hemophiliac. Woman with amnesia. Oh. These are all great answers. Patrick. <laughs> Vampire person. On you, but you do realize that it's the bottom of the ninth. Two out. Bases are loaded and the game's on the line, right? Yeah, I realize that. Thank you, Ronnie. Oh. They're setting up the barbecue in the background there. You know who's up. Oh, yeah. David's already started. The barbecue guy wasn't ready, but he gave me some chips. Okay, David, you're up, but I'm gonna talk to the ump and see if we can pinch hit for you. Why? It's the only part of the stupid game that I'm actually good at. Well, he struck out three times, so. 
I tipped it that one time. You even admitted that. No, that's true, and that was a that was a great tip. It's just we're trying to win here. Hey, hey. Patrick's do we have a competitive. I understand. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm apparently. doing the batting. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Okay. Easy out, everyone. Easy out. <laughs> it's like Fire Little League all over we'll again. People are so cruel. Okay, everyone, shut yeah. up. Ronnie, throw the thing. They don't even have a real home plate. Damn. Nice. Dinger. Hey, now that was way out of the, you know, that was way out of the strike zone too. And Johnny's so excited. Yeah. Gets to field the ball. Oh. Egged in the back. Did I do it? You did it. Good job, David. Nice. Nice donger. What an athlete. He's very dirty now. Yeah. Forced to slide because he got knocked down, but it counts. Yeah. I like how uh, proud of him Johnny is, too. That's touching. Yeah. You know, Johnny, the next time I need a sub, remind me to ask the blind goat over at Mrs. Devine's farm. It's just a game, Roland. Popeye smokes his sunscreen in the back. It was a quick recovery, Ronnie, but thanks for the play-by-play. -play. Well, luckily for me, I had a side bet on whether Johnny would throw the game in his kid's favor. I'd consider it a split. When you get hit in the back playing a game you never wanted to play in the first place, does that make you the VIP? The MVP, and uh, no, sure. we're not doing that. Okay, what if we were doing it, though? Then you would definitely be the VIP. Listen, I'm sorry if... This game sort of unleashed my competitive side. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we really don't need to it was hit. insane, Patrick. You know, part of me wonders, would you yeah. have hit a home you were run out of if control. I had that fire in you? Because I have never seen you run like that. Yeah, it was mainly because I was smelling the barbecue. Makes sense. Okay. He was batting with all those rings on. <laughs> I wonder how many takes it took to get that hit. Not that, you know, Dan Levy isn't a skilled batter i don't know but you gotta wonder yeah yeah you do it's not always easy to hit a ball thrown at you even if it's lightly tossed yeah. underhanded yeah you ever been to a batting cage and you're like and i did little league i remember this shit it's not that hard and you said it let's start easy let's do a 40 mile an hour pitch and then that thing just comes in like the fastest thing you've ever seen and it's nowhere near the speed of an actual pitch Ah, uh, not for like 20 years. I mean, yeah, I don't think I've been in a fucking batting cage since like high school. Yeah, I went to one in my 20s at some point. It was it was uh. scary how fast the slow pitches Yeah, are. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I bet I've, you know, my more recent years, I've more had Frisbees whipped at my head, but. <laughs> Did you snag the bee? I have, in fact, snagged many a bee. Good job. That was one of the, when we were going back to the Ozarks over and over again, that was one of the big joys of one of the guys we were working with down there. We go float the fucking river and uh, hang out, eat dinner on a gravel bar, and uh, play fucking Frisbee. Hey, you know, there are worse ways to spend an evening. Yeah. Fun time. I have a professional disc golfer. I think it's a professional disc golfer that lives like a block from me. 
I'm not surprised. That is the heart of uh, professional disc golf it is. in live... Kansas City, if not the country. Is it really? Is it that big? I do. I do live near a park with a very famous disc golf course, and there's there's actually a disc golf shop in the, in the little strip mall near my house. Yeah, that shop has been there for like thirty fucking years. Really? Like since disc golf has been a thing. Yeah. Well, this guy a few blocks away, he's got like an RV that's like wrapped with his name and disc some disc golf graphic, and he's got a mm-hmm. disc golf what do they call it a hole like the basket in his front yard. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. Pro f- pro frolf. Pro froth. Yeah, indeed. Anyhow, um, that took a tangent, but we have finished this episode of Shit's Creek. And uh, we certainly have. And it was books. a good one. It was pretty good. I don't know. We didn't we didn't talk very much, so we must have been in, into it, or maybe it's just that, you know, we've been we've been out for a while just enjoying watching the old Creeksters. Yeah. I don't know. Nevertheless, we need to move on with our plugs. What are those? That we do. Hey, um, we have a Twitter that is Talking Dawson. Talking Dawson, yeah. Because we did another show first. Um, I have a Twitter. It's Ansel underscore Collins. And Eric has a Twitter, which is The Frog, but with a zero. Yeah. We uh, also would... Be very appreciative if you would rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you use. If uh, you either point it out to us or we happen to see it, we'll read it on the air. Probably right about at this point in the show, we would be reading it and saying what you said about us. Similarly, Similarly. if you wanted something uh, read on the air, you could email us at creekoftheweek at gmail.com. That's, you know, probably a little better for... Um, longer messages, but whatevs. I just remembered that we have a voicemail. Oh my, hey, what's that voicemail number? It is 913-735-9079. So if you want... So good. If you want us to not speak your words, you just want to say your words yourself, fucking do that. So the story behind this voicemail I'm about to play is that our friend Sean with on the what does it matter podcast recently had his 100th episode and Josh and I both called in and contributed and um Mm -hmm. it was a good episode I enjoyed it I listened to it and yeah yeah I liked it uh Josh was telling riveting stories as he always does (laughs) clearly on a long drive and looking to kill some time a very long drive (laughs) I believe that was Let's see, right as I was getting through Wichita Falls, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it came across. But um, yeah. it was a good episode, and we recommend you check it out if you haven't yet. But uh, Sean, while recording it, sent us a voicemail. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, uh, and then you can hear him give it in real time by listening to his episode. Anyway, here it is. Hey, Eric. This is your buddy Sean from the podcast, What Does It Matter? And What Does It Matter? Uh, and I'm calling to say congratulations on a bunch of episodes. Fun fact, I'm completely reading the transcript of your voicemail that you left for me for my 100th episode because it's just so eloquently said. I'm not even fucking with you, brother. I really loved 
uh, your voicemail. I don't know why you were nervous, but see, I'm not nervous. But I also like call you guys all the time. You're like, I've never done that until now, actually. I just remember uh, bloop, blarp, blarp, bloop. And you know what I said after that. But uh, I love you guys. And um, yeah, man, thank you so much for that voicemail. Josh, thank you for calling me as well. So, like, check this out, man. Like, Creek of the Week. Johnny in a minute. It's it's at Johnny sixty seconds on Twitter, by the way, folks. You got to check that out too. So, which show are you going to play this on? Uh, yes, and and then there's also uh, since I am leaving you a voicemail, there's the matter of the uh, the item that I'm selling. Uh, we we got to get this sold, guys. Come on, let's let's fucking get on this, man. All right, uh, love you guys. So the gag from that was that he said on his show that he always leaves us a voicemail where he's selling an item. But to fa- find yes. out what that item is, he would have to come listen to one of our shows. So he wouldn't say on his show what the item was. So when he brought up the item on the voicemail that he was leaving while recording, he couldn't say what the item was. I don't know. It's like an insight. Uh, yes. The item is, as I recall, the Crystal Ship Funko Pop. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what the <laughs> item is. Uh, and I don't believe it's sold yet. So if you're really looking for one of those, uh, I think it's at WDIM podcast on Twitter. And you can, uh, surely at this point, if he actually does sell it to one of our listeners, we we deserve a uh, commission for that. So, And also, we'd like to say we highly recommend our absolute favorite Doors cover band, Crystal Shit. <laughs> yes. I thought about... Uh, calling his number on the air and reading this the transcript of this episode of this voicemail rather and then hoping he would call back and read the transcript of that until it just like devolved (laughs) into nonsense Uh, and i think that would be a fun game to play we should probably start with a fresh voicemail if we do it uh, i i was strongly considering just reading it back to him as soon as his message was done yeah (laughs) it this one was pretty accurate to what he was saying though yeah, I mean, say. there's some, there's a couple of things. Craig of the week, Johnny in a minute. Well, he actually but... said that because that's what it translated on his. Bloop, blarp, yep. blarp, bloop, turned just went to blue, blue, blue. But anyway, yeah. the the text transcripts that Google produces are always entertaining. But thank you, Sean, for calling. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can do another episode of WDIM someday soon. Yay, that would be fun. All right. Shall uh, we finish strong with a website plug? Oh, yes, we do have a website. That website is creekoftheweek.com. Every episode gets its own uh, page with a write-up and a screen cap that is funny. And, and Eric is usually running out of time and his mind when he puts those together. And they're amusing. Go mm. check them out. Strongly disagree, but thank you. I'm usually also highly frustrated with WordPress because it is garbage and I hate it so much. Oh, there's also a thing to leave a voicemail on there called SpeakPipe. It's in the upper left-hand corner. I don't know. It looks like a little microphone, maybe. You can leave a voicemail there, too. I think it's a text link, if I'm if I'm remembering right. Anyway, yeah. It? Okay. It'll come across in high quality if you do it that way. Better than a phone. Uh, lastly, yeah. oh, actually, not lastly. We do have an email, uh, creekoftheweek at gmail.com. You know what emails are. Send us one. We like to read I those as well. Oh, did you? Okay, never mind. Yep. It got double plugged. 
Uh, then it's just uh, Sound of Days. They did our theme song, the the dubstep thing at the beginning that you heard. It's great. Yep. It is great. I'm happy that it was made and it exists now forever and no one can take that away from us. It's true. No one. No one. <sighs> well, I guess Sound of Days could. They technically own it, so they could easily take it away from us. Mm, I don't know. I th- I think we could have a... Legal battle? I, I th- yeah, I think based on the wording in the email, I, I think we could make you this could work. win that one? Yeah. Okay, well, you could might be embroiled in two legal battles soon then. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, until then, motherfuckers, uh, check us out on our other show, Johnny in a Minute, which comes out Friday. We're going to go record it now and uh, have a good time. Is that how I end the show? No. Sure. It's I'll be your fire. Your damaged goods, bitch. That's that one I remembered. I'll be your fucking fire. And I choose to hate you now. Bye. Bye.